0: advisory to those who are not animal lovers, open to new ideas or interested in integrative holistic healthcare for your pets and believe that prescription diet is the best food for your pet. This podcast may offend your sensibilities. Have you ever felt frustrated and helpless after listening and doing everything your vet told you to do But it only made your sick pet worse and not get any better? That's me in 2008 with my first adopted cat, Meow I did everything the vet told me to do And I realised she wasn't getting any better and only worse So I decided to look into alternative health options and was drawn to the stories of holistic pet service entrepreneurs and their transformative journey, overcoming obstacles, chasing their passion and creating a movement that has caused a ripple effect of positive change in the lives of their clients and pets around the world Join me as I share the raw, inspiring journeys of these amazing entrepreneurs their successes and failures My name is Amris Wang, and this is The Raw Entrepreneur. Good morning, everyone. This is Amris Wang from The Raw Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. This is take two, actually, of my recording, because guess what? I forgot to press record. Luckily, you know, I managed to catch myself before one hour later. But um, here it goes again. Um, this is Brandon and Gwen from the Nashri Healthy Hemp website. Um, they are a very handsome couple. I think like Prince Charming and you know, Prince Brandon, Princess Gwen. It's a love story, and I've been following them. You know, uh, one of the positive things in this world that I love, and their story is very interesting. And I will let them share it with you today. <laughs> hi, hi, both of you again. <laughs> Um, Thanks for having us. (laughs) So, um, could you please share once again um, what is your backstory and how did you know um, Naturally Healthy Ham start? And you know how the two of you, uh, yeah, what's your origin story, please?
1: Sure. Yeah. So I'll just start um, a little bit with my background. So I um, got my degree in industrial systems engineering up in New Jersey. Um, And then graduating had a lot of opportunities that had a lot of money, but morally, they just didn't really align with what I wanted to spend my time doing. I really wanted to do something that was positive that would really help people or animals. So I moved to a new city, which ended up being Raleigh, North Carolina. um, And I just started cold calling some small startup companies that um, were doing really positive things. And that's how I ended up working for a small startup called Revive and they make um, a bracelet that helps kids that struggle with focus. So it was a lot of special needs kids, autism on the ADHD. So that was in 2015 and that was kind of like my first start in entrepreneurship because I was the first employee that they hired. And then we met in 2017. So I'll pass it over to Brandon. He can share a little bit of our startup journey after that. Yeah, so I mean like we met in 2017 at that time, you had sort of like a regular job, well, but actually, you were getting frustrated. When we first
2: met, was was the end of my regular job. It was a very interesting time in my life. Uh, I guess the, the background, I ended up going to North Carolina State University and I uh, was trying to decide what I wanted to do. I started off in the pre-law track and then switched halfway through at two years and decided I wanted to do financial accounting instead. And then I decided I really didn't want anything that was going to require me to be stuck in an office all day that I didn't want to be in a cubicle so i kind of had my like life crisis and at that point in time um i'm working for a company uh, about an hour and a half from my house that did high performance like exotic cars a lot of Ferraris, Lambos, um doing great stuff with that and that was exciting um and i met them on a kind of personal level and started doing a little bit of fabrication with them and that kind of got into a lot of the like customer service and you know interacting with all the clients really loved it, but it wasn't a great fit for me. Um, Wasn't too happy there. The pay was great, but it was very stressful just as far as a work environment. So that's when I decided I kind of want to take a year and figure out exactly what I want to do with life. And that was right about the time that we met. I actually, uh, we met about the same week that I told my boss that I was quitting and I walked out with two weeks and decided to kind of move forward with something new. And that was when... uh, we kind of started our little entrepreneurial journey. Uh, Glenn was actually quite a big inspiration for me because my entire life, my whole family always said, you know, don't work for somebody else, work for yourself. You're always going to be happier if you're working for yourself. But nobody ever really told me how. Um, that, that was the big key information that I was missing. Um, people would, I I could learn how to do taxes. I could learn how to handle business stuff, but the actual step-by-step of how to build it was crazy. And Gwen working with Revive and, you know, all the great stuff that she was doing and kind of being their, you know, one-man band to handle a little bit of everything was definitely a big inspiration. And her family, she's already the third generation entrepreneur of her family and, you know, very successful. So, kind of when we decided that we wanted to start our, own little journey and it started off really small with uh we kind of came up with it uh i think we're actually was it
1: we're on holiday what was so we met we met 2017 i that was when brandon had quit his job i was still working full time at this startup company then he sort of saw a lot of the benefits of me working at a startup company and that inspired him to finally start his own company so that was in january of 2019
2: was when yeah, we brandon started
1: his first business which is designs
2: yeah we started the groundwork for kind of the idea and it, it started with something really simple of gwen was actually looking on etsy and saw a lot of the like, designs that people were posted That was just like a a block of wood with like uh, initials or a design carved into it she asked me she said well that's kind of cool but i don't see a whole lot of that don't have metal how hard is it to do have metal and then we just kind of brainstormed i got a list of all the tooling that would be required um, i had a really positive background from my grandfather kind of working in his little shop outside ever since i was young and between that and a few random jobs here and there i kind of had a pretty good skill set had a lot of the tools i needed to begin with and i said you yeah, know really not that hard i'm really only missing about two pieces of equipment so went ahead and Started looking online, I found a cool startup company in California that made exactly what I needed at a third of the price that everybody else was doing and got all the equipment together and kind of learned how to work uh, all the uh, CAD models and get everything up for a little CNC table and kind of took off from there and then started the wonderful journey of figuring out how to set up a website and sell online and marketing and all sorts of fun stuff.
1: So that was early 2019, Brandon launched his uh, like metal, custom metal craft business, Driver Designs, and I was still working at Revive. And so even though I was uh, probably like the second person in command, it still wasn't my company. So then when I saw Brandon having his own thing, I thought that that looked kind of better than what I was doing. So then I kind of flipped again where then I kind of was inspired by what he was doing. And I, I started kind of thinking about other options. Um, cause so I'd been with the company for almost five years at this point. And so that was when we started talking about, um, either starting another business or me coming into one of our family's businesses. Um, so I was joking with my mom who owns her own business, Naturally Healthy Pets, And I said, you know, I'm getting frustrated. This doesn't feel like a good fit anymore. I think I'm gonna start for new opportunities. And she said, well, I'm actually looking for someone to help me run my business. And I was like, do you think that we could work together? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) So that was at the end of 2019, um, towards like December timeframe. So I ended up quitting my job, came on to help my mom run her business, And then, as soon as we got involved, she had said that there was kind of like this missing link from her business that she was um, not able to sell CBD products because she's a veterinarian and they're very strict with the regulations um, around CBD. And so, that was when, even though I was working for her full time, we saw that there was this need for all of her clients for CBD that she couldn't provide. And so that was when Brandon once again said, I had just founded my own company, I can just do it again in the CBD space. And so it was when, um, I guess it was technically the end the end of 2019 that Brandon founded Naturally Healthy Hemp, which is the, basically the CBD provider for um, animals and people. Yeah, I think one of words for
2: how hard could it be? I see that websites exist that are providing CBD online i wanted it to be you know a secure simple transaction online and not have to jump through all the hoops of having to go checks or money orders and everything and uh, yeah it was actually much more complicated the all the legality surrounding cbd is definitely crazy Um, but that's when we kind of started figuring it out and figured out how to uh get the website up and running and how to get all the credit card processing and all the small fine details of certain words that you can and cannot say in order for credit card processing to work flawlessly. And after you know, six months of figuring that out, we finally got it up and running and we had already had some good partnerships with companies that we've worked for uh, worked with in the past that we liked their products uh, on the CBD space. So that was, you know, a great jumping point and now we're just kind of growing and trying to be the C B D marketplace of you know providing a secure site that you you know, it's just as simple as buying anything else online, but you can find all the C B D that you need and then also a trusted source where you've got all the certificates of analysis. You know that it's organic and you know that it's fully vetted out and you're not getting scammed or you're not gonna get a product that just doesn't work, or might potentially endanger you or your pets. And
1: uh, so, in three years, we've we've met, got married. Now we're about to have a baby, and we have two businesses that we own, and one that we run for my mom. So
0: we're we've got a full cart.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I love the story. <laughs> I think I think the two of you are amazing because. You Know, uh, a lot of hoods you know <laughs> to do that in three years. <laughs> uh, I mean, how, how old are you? Uh, how old are the both of you? I'm about to be 27. I'm 29. Yeah, so three years of that, that's that's like wow, you know, respect, <laughs> respect, man. Um. And, you know, the, the thought, I mean, honestly, you know, if you were asked me to work in a family business, I would, it it would stop me in a way because, uh, I don't know, you know, you can love them, but can you work with them is another thing. <laughs> so, but how- It how has definitely have, been the
1: learning curve, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because geographically, you're not in the same city or town, am I right? I mean, I'm not very familiar with the US, um, but- your mom's in New Jersey, right? And you're in... You're in...
2: Florida.
0: Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, so it's about North
1: Carolina. And it's about a uh, seven-hour by car difference.
0: So how do you manage that, you know, working remotely? And if I'm not wrong, you're the one in charge of the warehousing now and distribution for her website, you know? Um That's a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: she, um, she has like a few different parts to her business. So she's obviously the expert. So she does a lot of the like content and knowledge. She does all the Facebook and, and social media stuff and blog writing, all that type of thing. And she still practices as a veterinarian up in New Jersey um, and so, where we come in for the Naturally Healthy Pets business is we have the warehouse with all the physical goods. So, um, we do a lot of like the back end stuff. She's basically like doing everything customer or client facing. And we do all the stuff with like, you know, keeping things in stock and managing the website and a lot of the more like administrative kind of things behind the scenes. So, it's. It hasn't been, the remote work I don't think has been too difficult because um, she does a lot of the front stuff herself, still.
0: And the both of you, I mean with Brandon's um, driver designs, which I've been following as well and I like, but you know, uh, I think ordering anything and shipping here would, would, would scare me. <laughs> it would be, you know, but you have very nice designs. I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> um very artistic surprisingly i mean like you come from a from a i mean like you said more of an accounting um background training but somehow there's an artist in you that you know sort of like busted out <laughs> which which i was you know um very impressed with brandon with the driver designs by the way that, yeah that was the first time I, I i got introduced to you and i went oh okay he's quite artistic and now you tell me you know you're you're kind of businessy technical. I'm like, ah, oh, he's a bit of a bookworm, this one. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: yeah, um, I'm not naturally very artistic, but for some reason, when it comes to doing all the computer designs to import over to the machine for it to be cut, it just kind of comes naturally since I can work with something in a 3D space. And working with metal and being able to kind of weld and cut and grind and hammer, and it's, it's very cathartic. It's it's a nice release to kind of go home in the afternoon and go to the third job and <laughs> put in a few hours.
0: I so are all your businesses combined in one work area, Uh like you know the warehousing and the works your studio, or is it in separate locations? So you have um, your own personal space
2: well so for the cbd the naturally healthy hemp i keep the inventory here we use the same warehouse uh just because it's easy for fulfillment um because the driver designs requires a lot of uh equipment that's high voltage and open flame we actually can't do it here for insurance reasons so we actually that one's still working at the garage and house so one day uh glenn will be able to park a car garage <laughs>
0: Oh, and I mean, what what would you say? You know, I think both of you are animal lovers. Um, I've seen um shots of your son, you know, <laughs> um Edward. Is it Edward? Did I get it right? Yeah, that's your son. That was
1: our. That was our. We call him our practice child because when <laughs> we got together, we adopted a kitten to practice being parents together. <laughs> oh,
0: that's so sweet. Um did you know, um how did you manage um the mindset? Because ju- doing one startup business, I you make it sound so, you know, so like, yeah, it's you know, you know race, right? so it sounds really like well, but I mean like I know it's not easy, you know, and especially when it comes to managing your finances and stuff. Um you know you so you've got one, you've got two, you've got three that you're managing, plus you've got your animals, um, your practice son, as you call them, and then now you're having little bean, you know, which is um, due actually pretty soon. I think you're, yeah, so you know uh, I can't imagine what you're going through, you know, um, how do you cope with with all that the stress of every day?
1: Well, I guess I'll speak for myself because I think we handle it a little bit different from each other. But um, I'd say, you know, like I think anyone that has experience in either starting their own business or working for a very small early on business, you know that a lot of things are going to go wrong. It's going to be very stressful. It's kind of like I always say it's the highest of highs, but the lowest of lows. Like you get the best parts of the job, but you also get the worst parts of the job. So for me, all I've pretty much ever known in my you know, career so far, which has been relatively short, you know, like six years, um, it has been that high intensity stress, a lot of things going on at once, juggling, you know, many plates in the air at once. Um, so, I mean, for me, I just have to set boundaries. So i say when I'm off the clock, I'm off the clock and I need that time to recover because if not, I will burn out and then I'm no good for any of the businesses. So I think I can multitask and I can kind of jump through the different businesses throughout the day Um, and mentally that's fine for me as long as I have that stop time Um, because that is something that I learned the hard way. I can't be answering emails at 8 p.m. at night because that just doesn't work for me. So for me, it's definitely setting boundaries and then just having kind of like the mental elasticity to jump back and forth between multiple businesses. Um, that's what works best for me, personally.
2: I would uh, 10 out of 10 recommend Gwen's strategy. <laughs> um, it does work well. And I, that's usually when I'm in my happy place with work is juggling all three at one time. Uh, every once in a while I'll get a large project in with driver designs or we're going with the next step for naturally healthy hemp and we're vetting out a new company or we're doing new marketing strategies. I'll get kind of caught up in one thing, but, um, trying to just work nonstop and answering emails until 10 PM or 11 at night and, you know, working 15, 16 hour days is is not fun. It's, when i'm my most productive and just kind of working nonstop, and then sleep a little bit wake up and do it again but it, you definitely burn out very quickly so i would really recommend win strategy <laughs> yeah don't
1: don't grind yourself because brandon i think um you know it's just it's just a different world it works differently from a regular nine to five job because there's always more stuff to do like you could you could literally work 20 hours straight and feel like you have a thousand more things to accomplish. Um, And so I think Brandon is the type of person where he accomplished everything as efficiently as possible. And so I think he just gets harsh on himself where he'll be like, I feel like I didn't accomplish enough today. and I'm like, you did plenty, it's time to stop. We need to rest and regroup and do it tomorrow
2: yeah the the big problem is when you actually do accomplish things but you think of more things throughout the day and it's kind of you walk through the warehouse you know, oh i also need to do this or this product listing needs to be updated or i need to have this meeting and then that list gets longer so no matter how much you check off it's always going to keep growing and then gwen will come out and find me in the garage at four o'clock in the morning welding something or doing something crazy and then she'll finally make me rest and <laughs> It's good. The the, the downside is there's definitely a breaking point about every two or three months of working that hard and I finally have to stop and I'll take a week of, I just won't deal with anybody for a week other than the bare minimum and I'll get orders out and I'll handle customer service, but that's
1: about it. I
0: think, I think that's,
1: definitely
0: the, that's the artist in you speaking, you know, that, that, that <laughs> high when you're working and I mean the fact that you're doing position, position designing. Um, that's perfection in you as well <laughs> You know it, it really shows I always find uh, What's been interesting is that What you choose to do And how you do it Reflects your personality And your ethics So you know Watching your your growth Through your, your first business You know and, and then progressively You know From one, two, three You know It's like I see I see a, a very strong honest work ethic and you know you know and i think it comes also that the balancing act you know that that um, the mothering that you get is is really from from Gwen's side of the family i think cuz <laughs> probably she's seen the way her mom works as well your mom i mean like um is awesome so i have seen the way she works you know so i'm pretty sure you've got some of that <laughs> blood in you
1: Do the same thing Her and Brandon work the same way. Well, they will work like 20 hours a day and barely sleep and like wanna do everything and help everyone and get everything done. But it's just like, it takes a toll on you. It's not sustainable for a long time. And then the two of them will just like hibernate for like a weekend. And I'm like, okay, you guys have to stop. (laughs) Just rest.
2: I think that's a little more flattery. Uh, We might work the same amount of time, but she definitely gets a lot more done. She achieves much more than I do
0: throughout the day. Yeah, my mom is, she's incredible. I don't, I don't know how she does it. Well, I think, I think you, 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 you're following her footsteps. But what I like is that, you know, I like, um, to me, your mom's like a superhero. And what I found very interesting with your, with your story is that, you know, you're doing something not the same as her but yet it's very very challenging and the fact that you know um you chose a path that is truly your own and that's a lot of respect because most children you know like second or third generation of a family business they would normally the first thing the first job would always be the family business and it will be the last job they do or you know after graduation they might do a token job somewhere and then um Go and join the family business after that Because that was really the goal But what I found um, What I admire about you Is that, you know um, you, you did your own path You know, it, it set you on your own path And you're not even living in the same state You know um, <laughs> And, you know uh, You met Brandon And yeah, I just I just love this story Because it's truly, you know 100% being an entrepreneur You know, going out there And, and, and carving your own future own future. Um, which lots of respect, lots of, lots and lots of respect for you, you know. Um, Thank you. What would you say is, you know, that neuroplasticity that you have in your brain, because obviously your brain is very well developed there, because you can, you know, <laughs> you actually can see the danger signs of both your mom and and Brandon and, you know, you're your juggling <laughs> as well. And, I mean, like, you're carrying little bean, which is, you know, not easy. Um, <laughs> how how do you, how do you, um, what's your daily, like, I know it's not the same, but what is your daily routine on average looking like? I mean, how do you take care of yourself?
1: So, it's, it's definitely changed a lot. Being pregnant, actually, I think, was the hardest challenge in this whole story. Um, and, I mean before meeting Brandon, I never really wanted to get married or, or thought that I would have kids. It's like one of those stories where it just kind of like happens and everything falls into place. So of all the craziness that we've been through, I think being pregnant has honestly been the most difficult for me just because it has really slowed me down. And it's not something I can fight through. It's like you really have to list your body. Um, so we it actually worked out really well with um, the pandemic and everything going on in the United States was when we were taking our birthing class for being pregnant. And they did a lot of like yoga and meditation um, and self care, like teaching us all about that. And so I think that was really a big shift for us where we realized that we kind of have to take those times to rest and meditate and do things for both like the mind body type of uh therapies so i do a lot of that now i try to do like a meditation or a yoga um exercise every day and i try to convince brandon to do it sometimes (laughs) um but yeah that's the really the the biggest challenge is just i have to carve out time to do something good for both my mental and physical health, because otherwise it was just, it was really difficult before we started doing that.
0: And how about Daddy?
2: Uh, yet again, really, I'm slowly coming on board with Gwen's philosophies on things. <laughs> um, not so much the yoga. Um, I'm not uh, not the world's biggest fan of yoga. But it's
1: hard. It is.
2: It, it's <laughs> it's hard and I'm not very flexible. But I uh, when we found out that we were pregnant as kind of when it clicked in my brain that okay, well we've got, you know, all these new startups, we've got so much going on, but my mind immediately went to it's a nine month countdown of I need to get absolutely as much work as I can get done because once the baby gets here we're not gonna have as much time. So I wanna achieve as much as possible. And about the past six months is been pretty brutal, especially with COVID and everything else going on. We've had a lot of, you know, interesting challenges adjusting to, you know, economics and a lot of shipping issues and all the lockdown and quarantine. Um, Fortunately, it kind of coincided with us in the new warehouse. So our work experience is just as easy as coming into the office and we're can kind of self together, the office and at home. and We don't really have to interact with a bunch of people. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I guess now that I'm finally realizing that I don't have to get everything done and I was still going to have a little bit of time and not taking as much and putting it on my plate. Uh, I'm starting to slowly decompress and unwind, but I think the, the biggest, Probably the biggest help is just taking that little bit of time every day and sitting down on the back porch and having dinner together and maybe having a beer or two and relax and watch the dogs run around the backyard and just have at least, you know, maybe two hours of family time to just interact and decompress and not focus on work is, it is very helpful. Plus Gwen yelling at me to not check my emails after
1: 8 p.m. That's very relaxing. <laughs> we also have we, we love to, they're not on our property, we have enough land yet, but to just go out to the barn and just spend a lot of time with our animals. That's kind of, I think that's kind of always how we unwind, is just a lot of time with each other and with the animals. I think is very, that's our, probably our most cathartic thing,
2: honestly. Yeah, spending some time together and getting fresh air and then, you know, being followed around by 2,000 pound puppy dogs, always mm-hmm. adorable.
0: Uh, so what's your current um, count for animals That, you, that you're that you caring for at home Or in your barn
2: mm, Let's see two, two, five, three,
1: three cats and two dogs And then we have three horses That are um, We don't have to take care of them full time They're at like a facility But we usually go Pretty frequently, just to take care of them and spend time with them. Yeah, we're usually there at least every day, every, every day, know what the weather's
0: like. So got eight right now. Wow, and they're not little wee ones; they're like big ones. I mean, like <laughs> that big heart. You have you have you used um, the CBD oil on your animals? Uh, or have you tried tried them? Um, mm-hmm on your animals and and how how has that been i mean
2: um well i actually inherited a 21 year old cat uh, when my mom passed and he's an interesting little cat he loves to lay in our laundry room and whenever he gets hungry he meows as loud as he possibly can and that's usually about four o'clock in the morning uh before we actually want to get up um but yeah having so many people not people but animals in the house and then the dogs reacting every time we have a delivery because amazon comes almost every day to our house since we order so much stuff the cbd really helps a lot especially with the kind of alertness and anxiety it helps with the older cat kind of calm down a little bit and relax uh let's see we've
1: used so one uh, of our one of our dogs she's a rescue and she has uh, early onset arthritis. She's only like four or five years old, but she already has the beginnings of arthritis. And she already had um, a cruciate chair. So she had the TPLO surgery, which they said she'll develop arthritis there as well. So um, we give her CBD as well to help with some of the inflammation and discomfort, which works a little bit too well because now she can jump over our fence and escape whenever she wants to so yeah. that was like a bittersweet cbd experience i think yeah,
2: a little bit of cbd and
1: some help from grandma <laughs> it, worked, it worked a little too well for that one. Oh my goodness <laughs>
2: we, we actually use uh, cbd on the horses as well uh we had one that was having some gi upset uh, and that worked really well and then just kind of generally you know, helping them out with their joints and everything, because the horse that she rescued is an incredibly large Belgian draft horse that was very underweight when she rescued him, and had cancer, in one eye that had to be had surgery on, and she's had EPM, and it's it's been a really chaotic amount of problems with that horse, but she's putting she's put in so much work, especially. A lot of supplements a lot of help and everything and a little bit of cbd added to the mix seems to help a little bit i think
1: we're a cbd family i don't i don't take it because i'm pregnant now and they they haven't done enough research on pregnancy and cbd which i'm sure it would be fine given what we know but brandon brandon takes it
2: yeah i think to me cbd is always what i recommend for all of our kind of friends and family and, you know, anybody that asks it's just a good starting point because the list of stuff that it does great is very long and the list of side effects such as, you know, being a little sleepy, it's very mild, especially when you start looking at like pharmaceutical drugs would for the same problem. But
0: you do, you do a lot of research to, to, to source, I mean, like, because you carry um, different brands of CBD oil, um, mm-hmm. that's a lot of research work that, that you put in. I, again, that position, perfection, man, you know, looking through all that paperwork stuff. Um, but um, how did it, was it easy for you to to, you know, like, get into the technical side of you know like understanding what is cbd and i mean like if you were to talk to me like because i'm i'm a complete zero user you know um if i was to ask you brandon what's cbd oil could you explain it to me please
2: uh cbd oil is it's one of the cannabinoids that's found in the cannabis sativa plant um so it's present in the same or that a lot of people are, uh, commonly associated with marijuana but everything that we carry is hemp based so the plant itself from the very beginning the seed all the way up to you know it being processed doesn't contain thc um in order for it to be classified as hemp it has to have 0.3 or less thc by dry weight so it'll never get you high it'll never do anything crazy but it's still the plants are bred and well crossbred designed to have those high levels of cbd and. That way you don't have the hallucinogenic effect, but you get all the wonderful health benefits, but you also have a full spectrum approach. So you get the CBD, you get your CBN, your CBG, your CBC, pretty much all your CVs that are out there. There's a huge list of them and they're always discovering more and more every day. But it just, the way it works is your body has this system called the endocannabinoid system and it's got your CB1 and CB2 receptors, but your body actually produces CBD naturally on its own um, and supplementing with outside CBD sources. Not only does it help kind of regulate your hormones and uh, chemicals and chemistry in your brain and throughout body, but it helps your, your brain utilize those natural cannabinoids that are found in that you already have and utilize them more effectively. So the easiest explanation without getting overly technical on all sorts of receptors and chemicals is, that it just kind of gives you that nice little extra nudge to help bring the body back into a natural homeostasis.
1: Can you list some
2: of the examples of how, like what it's used for, how it helps? Yeah. A lot of the fine line that I'm still kind of learning how to walk is I, I really want to stay, well within the guidelines of the fda and what we're allowed to say and part of that is because it's not cleared by the fda there's only two but one fda cleared uh, cbd and there's 2 that they're currently on the um we can't make medical claims we can't say things like it helps with anxiety and we can't say things like it helps with arthritis Um, it is a natural anti-inflammatory it helps break down that process it helps regulate a lot of uh the natural peristalsis that happens in your gut to kind of regulate the movement and move things along it helps with your appetite um let's see discomfort. It's got discomfort yeah um there's there's a lot of research out there there's tons of studies i wish i had actually prepared a little bit more and got some studies together i'm going to be post- posting it on the blog on our website very soon but there's a lot of research they're doing on how cbd can act as a natural inhibitor to pain and it helps kind of it doesn't block the pain reception uh, reception but it helps kind of numb it out and allow the brain to kind of focus around the pain um and you know not that it's going to make you immune to pain but it helps a small thing um you know that natural discomfort that you would have through the day if you had a sore back thing um it helps as a natural muscle relaxer the, I mean, obviously, the list of things that CBD does great is pretty endless. Um, there's a lot of studies that they've been doing on how CBD affects uh, certain malignant cancer cells, and there's been some very positive research on you know how it uh, interacts with that, especially stopping the metastasis in breast cancer. Um, it's not been treated, well, it's not been doing human trials yet, but they have been doing animal trials that have shown good things, um, and that's kind of where we we're moving forward with, here's the research, here's the data, here's the tests that have been done, and you can kind of decide for yourself. And I don't wanna be the company that gets out there like everybody else and says, this cures arthritis, this prevents pain this cures cancer. I mean, I, I've walked by booths before and they've got a bottle of CBD and then a picture of a tumor and then next to it, the same picture where the tumors disappear. And I just, I don't believe in marketing things like that I, I want to be able to say, Hey, here's a product that does everything that you're looking for. And all the good things that you've heard are probably true, but I want to be able to educate the consumer and have people come to us and ask those questions and provide that information and let them kind of go down that journey of self discovery and figure out how it works and they can kind of decide for themselves while not trying to kind of push people and say, you have to buy this product. It'll change your life. It probably will, but I don't like making those guarantees cause I don't really think it's ethical. And that's kind of the biggest thing between all of our companies and, you know, working with uh, naturally healthy pets and Glenn's mom is part of the entrepreneurial approach is, we really get that ability to do what we think is right, and not really pursue the dollar so much. You know, trying to keep the lights on is great, but doing things the right way and kind of looking out for you know people and our pets and give them the best light is always kind of nice.
1: I would say to answer your other question about how is able to learn these things and jump a new industry. He's extremely smart, so for people listening to this, you should know that part about him. He's, like, he can read something and retain it and pick it up very quickly. That's why he has been able to juggle three completely different industries. So, yeah, he's a very, very MacGyvery intelligent creature. So, he's not, <laughs> he's he became a CBD expert within a matter of months because he just got so deep into the research that, like, we just direct all the questions to Brandon now, cause I'm like, he's like a walking <laughs> encyclopedia. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I, I
0: was listening. And you know, I was, the the more you were talking into it and deep dive, I was like, oh my gosh, he's a computer. <laughs> You're like C V E directory, man. Yeah.
2: The problem is I can retain information, but I typically retain small facts and things. Fortunately, CBD is one of them, but I typically retain a lot more uh, jeopardy information than I do things that are practical. Like, for example, I've forgotten everything that I remember from calculus and trig. All that's just gone.
0: (laughs) No, but it's amazing because like like Gwen was saying, I mean, um, naturally healthy ham only just started quite recently. And... Mm -hmm. The prep work before you even launched, I mean, what, a couple of months? Uh, I about six, at
2: least six months. it's about it's right six months before we started uh, making sales, just because it took us that long to get all the banking and finance set up.
0: Yeah, um, but also, you know, getting that knowledge into your head and understanding it so intuitively, because, you know, just listening to you talk and I'm like, he really knows his stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, thank you. I, I
1: appreciate it. You know, my mom, she, she admits, like when she does CBD talk, she'll she'll reach out to Brandon and be like, "Hey, can you update me on you know all of the latest and greatest information and research?" Because he's just he's the media now for our family.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. I well, little Bean. Well, it's uh, how 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 about very good pedigree on both sides of the family. That's all like <laughs> but I can say. We're a little bit afraid of like two
1: two smart, hardworking, stubborn people and we're creating a daughter who is probably going to be extra feisty and stubborn. I'm sure we'll have our hands full.
0: <laughs> well, you wow. have the animals so that, that should help temper her a bit because I think, um, you know, you have the horses, the cats and the dogs and I think, you know I think it's 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 wonderful that you're not getting rid of the animals when you're pregnant because you know a lot of there are people in this world uh you know who the minute they they know that they're pregnant suddenly they'll start to you know give up their animals and pets so because the doctor says you know you're gonna get allergies or it's not good you're gonna catch something you know and your baby will be you know at risk so you know I think it's just amazing that you know uh you got married within what twenty seventeen? You met and yeah, and you got married it was about a
1: year and a half later. We got married uh, twenty eighteen.
0: Yeah, and then
1: really
0: a whirlwind. <laughs> yeah, I was going. to say, "Well, whirlwind, you know, a romance," and then you know, you start your business, and then you got little bean coming. Was um, don't mind my prying, but was little bean planned?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's one so, of the few
2: things that we planned
1: throughout all this. <laughs> so I guess part of the story that we left out is that Brandon also was in the army, the U S army reserves. So it's part of the army. They're just not, that's not a, their full-time job. Um, he had to do it basically once a month and then for two weeks out of the year. So as part of that, he, um, there was a possibility that he was going to deploy overseas. And so that was why we wanted to get married anyway, but that was why we got married a little faster than we had originally planned, because we were afraid that he was going to have to leave with the military. And that ended up not happening, but we wanted to get married anyway. Um, And then we planned, we were married for about a year, and then we decided that we wanted to start trying to have kids.
0: So she was planned. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, like, you know, again, like, wow, I mean, you're an amazing couple, that's all I can say, you know, Uh, you know, uh, the love and the romance, but you know, the tenacity and that vision, because you guys were, you know, really going with the flow and taking things in your stride, you know, and, you know, being pregnant, I mean, like, I don't have children of my own, but I respect motherhood you know and i can't imagine you know the physical changes and and the hormonal changes that happens to you every day you know and for 9 months <laughs> you're going to have her for 9 months before she comes out <laughs> it's you know and at the same time you you you're running three businesses which is so amazing you know i just and you look good by the way
1: Thank you. I I mean, I will say
0: like pretty much the constant since we met is
1: change. Like things are just there every, every time we're thrown like new curveballs. like we have been through so many obstacles and so many different things. But I think, you know, that happens in business all the time. And so that's why for us, like this is, this is a normal life, even though other people think we're absolutely insane. But for us, it's just like things constantly changing and being challenging and stressful like that is just that's who I think that's who we are at this point point. and we always joked where like if things settled down and were perfect and we you know didn't have any worries and we were retired that would probably be when we don't get along anymore because things would be too easy and we would just have too much time to like think or something so it, it works for us I don't think it would work for the average person but We're not the average
0: How 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 would you describe, you know, the dynamics between the two of you? I mean, like, you know, introvert, extrovert, who's, you know... I think both of you have very interesting skill sets that complement each other in a way, you know. Um, But that's me looking in. But, you know, you two are in in the relationship. How would you, you know, describe it?
2: We definitely have very complementary skills. Um, Gwen's incredibly smart to the point i i really can't wrap my mind around it sometimes she's just she blows me away with what she does but she she can handle things and she can organize so much in her mind it's like i, I like to imagine that her mind is kind of like a rolodex and everything's filed alphabetical chronological. it's it's insane and it's like a massive spreadsheet versus my mind's kind of organized chaos. I'm just trying to focus on 85 things at one time. And it's like a bunch of little things just whizzing by. And I grab hold of one, it's like, oh, I'm gonna do this now. But from the hands-on technical side is usually where my strengths come in. And from the, you know, very organized planning and well thought out outside is really, I think, her biggest strength, um, that and keeping everybody calm and Handling the crazy and especially when it starts dealing with the craziness of the entire family and Port Gwen's just in the middle trying to decide Everybody stop. This is how we're gonna do it
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually very introverted. So we've been basically in quarantine and I've actually kind of liked it to be honest um, I'm, I'm pretty introverted. Like I like people and I like interacting with people. It's just um, I also really like alone time Versus Brandon, I think Brandon really likes people and you know making friends and talking to people and and a lot of like the educational stuff. Brandon's much more extroverted on that front. So I would say, I mean, we're both we're both smart. We're both hardworking. We're both a little bit too stubborn, which is interesting at times when we have opposite ideas. Um, but there's also a lot that complements each other about you know if it's something. That involves like talking to people a lot I usually like Brandon to do it <laughs> um and if it's something that involves like you know sitting at a computer sitting still for five hours straight then that's much more kind of my thing Brandon likes to be much more active and and doing things so I think we're similar in some ways but very different in others
0: oh that we're very um, similar. <laughs>
2: And I'm kind of terrified to see how little Bean's going to turn out.
0: Yeah, we're going to have a very smart, stubborn child. I'm sure. Well, I think both of you will be, you know, cope. I, I think chaos is part of your middle name. You know, you, you <laughs> thrive in that. I think. I think. What would you say um, throughout your whole journey would be? You know, the greatest obstacle that you had that you know challenged you. You know, um, that, you know, that made you maybe at one time like doubt what you're doing or you know did you think about giving up? I mean was there, was there what was your most challenging moment throughout this whole journey?
1: So for me, um, I mentioned a little bit in the beginning but I know that this journey was 100% the right move for me and it has paid off in, in many ways. But for me, seeing all of like my classmates and peers making like three to four times as much money as I have, that was really tough um, because I graduated actually number one in my class. So in theory, I should be kind of like, you know, going out and, and making the big bucks. And I could have, I just, it wasn't the right fit for me. So that was something that I definitely questioned a few times where I was like, is this worth it, I'm working so hard and not making nearly as much money as I could be. But obviously the answer is always yes, like doing the right thing and having the freedom and flexibility and family is 100% way worth it. But there have been a few times where I was like, man, they're making a lot more money than I am. (laughs) What (laughs) about you, I'd say the hardest part is the constant
2: learning there's always another challenge and there's always something else and, and as we tried to be as detailed and organized as we could be starting this and kind of having a plan of you know what we we're going to need to do step by step and you know what challenges we were going to need and how we were going to kind of budget each thing and what we were going to allocate to marketing and how much we wanted to reinvest into the company and um, especially the driver designs was actually a lot easier than naturally healthy hemp just because of the legal aspect of everything um, and that, that you know, in the united states hemp is legal in all 50 states but the association between hemp which has been used to make you know 1200 different products for you know 40, 50 years now. I mean, people have all sorts of crazy ideas, and but there's still a large portion of the population that can't differentiate between hemp and marijuana, and they don't really kind of get it. So to them, they're immediately scared off by it. And you kind of have to juggle that. So it's interesting. Um, and then the... Extra learning curve of oh I didn't plan for this or here's some new branded material that we need to do or here's a new marketing or here's some legal fees that we didn't see coming up and really balancing that extra step and having to hire people or you know have a contractor come on to handle some specialized roles or the waiting times uh, having to put more money into the company than you planned and you know slowly. Well, not slowly, but quickly burning through that savings to try and get where you want while you know that you're on the right path and hoping that it kind of pays off. And then trying to do that during uh, a national, well, global pandemic is uh, has been very interesting. <laughs> so it's been a whole lot of what if moments. That's it's probably the worst is with that learning curve, the what if of what if this happens and then you kind of start psyching yourself out before you even get to that point.
1: There's the fear of the failure.
2: Yeah. Um, the, the fear of the unknown. Um, you never really know what's going to come around the next corner.
0: I think what, how does it feel? I mean, uh, most people, married couples, don't live and work together. Most people, you know, they either get married oh. and they have separate jobs and then they come back home and then they can, you know, catch up or whatever. But, how how do you cope with you know being together literally 24/7 you know the business and the <laughs> personal and you know getting to you know trash things out um you know as a you know as business as, as as a married couple how how do you handle that that mental mental muscle load you know and the heart you know how how do you cope with that
2: I think having our own kind of personal area, like mine is always the garage where if I have some free time and I want to kill a little bit of time or blow off some steam, I'll go pick up a project and I'll just go make something. And usually she'll don't want to, you know, put words in her mouth. But usually a lot of trash TV, like Bravo, that that seems to really do the trick for her. But having that alone time where we can kind of not be you know right underneath one one another and like today i mean we drove separately to work and kind of had a slightly different schedule so even though we're around each other most of the time we're kind of on our own path and doing our own thing and
1: kind of compartmentalizing I think the biggest thing for us it definitely wasn't an easy transition for either one of us um we had definitely some like moments where we were not getting along because it was just a lot of interaction between the two of us um but we really had to like dig deep and communicate like what i need and what he needs and just be brutally honest is really what we had to do with each other because there were things that he needs like he really loves quality time with just the two of us and relaxing and i really like alone time when i'm when i'm very stressed So we had to communicate that and figure out, and like some days we kind of have to schedule it and be like, okay, we need to take this hour and we need to do something nice together, like watch a movie or something. Um, But really, it's just communicating and it's always evolving because sometimes, some days I'm really stressed about something, I need him to kind of shoulder the burden for me or vice versa. Um, so we're constantly kind of flipping back and forth with who needs help with what communicating very honestly about what is going to make us happy and work well together because otherwise we're, we're both like small stubborn people and we'll just, we'll lock horns. (laughs) And when it's, when it's you versus me, there's not a tiebreaker. It's just, it's just your word against mine. So that was the biggest thing we had to learn to really communicate well and we're, we still we still have to work on it but it's yeah. much better now
2: yeah i, I think their communication is probably one of the strongest aspects of our relationship but uh, there's always room for improvement and there's always a little bit more that can be done and communicating that level of stress is very important because uh, uh, i know that both of us uh, with for stressed or something's bothering us we naturally have that tendency to kind of internalize and really deal with it on our own and not really communicate to somebody else that hey i'm you know going through this or hey i'm stressed out so it's it's definitely been a game changer to kind of have that open line of communication and not get into the point where we lock horns and we're both stressed out and then it becomes a really it's just a game of who's gonna give up first <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Brandon>. <laughs> oh you the both of you are lovely. I think, you know, and any relationship is always a work in progress. But I mean like from what I see from the outside, I think you guys, you know, have a good a, a good chemistry, you know, a good process going uh working together because I like what I see, you know. Uh I love it <laughs> actually. You know, I love the both of you. It's like you're you're my favorite young couple, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really, really. Um, so, have you, with little bean coming very, very soon? Um, I would assume. Well, I w- can imagine that that will be your next major challenge. You know, after nesting with you for nine months, it's when you know a little bean when she comes out. I mean, how are you guys preparing for that entrance with well, your? So work, we- we-
1: yeah so we are very lucky for a few things that i think are going to make it a lot easier so one is uh like family and close friends that are going to help us with childcare and and some of the business stuff so that's number one is just having help is going to be amazing um and then i think the the second part is that since we basically own or manage all these businesses ourselves we have a lot of flexibility so we can bring her to work and not have to worry about it. And if I have to leave early to go to the doctors, like I basically make my own schedule. So we have a ton of flexibility where we can bring her with us, or you know, I can stay home and do a lot of the stuff on the computer while Brandon's at the office. So we'll probably, I think the plan really is to have Brandon do a lot of the hands-on stuff for the first month or two. Um, and I'll kind of focus more on baby care, and then we're just gonna, as I kind of come like a little mini maternity, leave, um, we'll probably just bring her to the office with us and just have her. She'll probably just be with us 24/7, <laughs> and the three of us will be with each other 24/7 <laughs> until uh, until the the family members are closer by, and she can go go to grandma's house for the day or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think the, the beginning phases when she's young is going to be a little bit easier when I can just kind of strap her to my chest and carry her around all day while we're working and then uh, other than that it'll really be a test to see which one of us is going to handle the sleep deprivation the best.
1: Yeah Brandon's we've already Brandon's already got his dad baby carrier so he says he's just gonna stick her in there like a little kangaroo and just work while she's hanging out so Hopefully she puts up less of a fight than
2: the cat tried.
0: We practiced with the cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh, the two of you are so lovely. What can I say? Um, when what would you say would be the most proud moment of your journey so far? I mean, you you know it's actually a very short time, but you guys have accomplished a lot in a very short, compressed time. You know, um, so what what have what are you most proud of today?
1: Um, I think for me, the thing I'm most proud of, especially in American culture, I feel like there's this constant battle between doing the thing that's right and moral and making money, and I think. The thing I'm most proud of is both Brandon and I and my mom, like all all of our family businesses, the top priority is always doing the right thing, always helping people, helping animals, and we make less money than we probably could doing it that way, but that's just what we believe in. So for me personally, that's what I'm most proud of because I feel like that just says everything about our family, our businesses, how we like to do things.
2: I don't think I could say
0: it any better than she already has. <laughs> oh, uh, You two are lovely. Um, well thank you for 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 giving me so much of your time. I you know, I'm very cognizant of the fact that little bean is with you, so I don't want to uh impose on you and and I want to give you your rest time, you know. Um but I I look forward to to following you and your story as as you progress because um like I said, I I I love your story and your journey, you know, and you know, um I wish you all the best. You know, uh, even though I'm in, I'm all the way in Singapore and I can't actually, you know, no. support you by with your CBD oil because I'm not allowed to buy, but I, I respect what you do. And I actually do try to educate people here about the benefits of CBD oil, even though I'm not allowed to, to, you know, sell it or whatever. But you know, it's it's about education and hopefully, you know, one day our government will wake up and 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 you know we can I can purchase my first purchase from your website. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Same well, well thank you very much. We
1: definitely appreciate you having us and yeah,
2: and thank you for you know making the time so early in the morning to talk to us. Uh,
0: yeah, no, it's this this is I think Part and parcel of what I'm You know, I'm willing to do To talk to awesome people Like you over there um, It's the time zone thing That I have to get used to Because, you know I still have a, a regular day And and everything Because I've got um, At home, I've got 12 cats And one dog And mm-hmm. Yeah, because I do fostering And, you know, rescue work And I feed the community cats And stuff So it's a pretty It's a pretty active life outside You know, in that sense But um I like my me time. And like you, you know, I actually enjoy this pandemic in a very, very uh, different way that, you know, it doesn't bother me. I think because, you know, if you're home-based and you have your own routine and your schedule, it doesn't really impact so much. And, you know, me, I like the quiet, actually. You know, you know, I actually, it's actually very peaceful. (laughs) Not so stressful in that sense. But, um, you know, I, I wish you all the best and I... Um, you know, I hope to, to be able to speak to you again, following up, you know, with your story and touching base again. Uh, cause you know, I think, I think, uh, our listeners, uh, would love, would love to hear from you because what can I say? You're young, you're, unth- you're, you're, you're under 30, <laughs> you know, um, you know, lots of, lots of energy and gosh, you got a little bean coming up. <laughs> you know um, And managing three businesses already Under your belt I mean That's wow uh, That's all I can say Me with my very short vocabulary Wow You know And lots of respect to you guys <laughs> but Thank you for your time Thank you for your time
1: Well thank you Well In a few months We'll uh, let you know What it's like Having a baby in the mix <laughs> Yeah and there, there might
0: be
2: another business By the This is
0: Oh well, let's hope not <laughs> Thank you for listening to Brendan and Gwen's story. Look out for Rita Hogan's interview next week. Wow, I'm so thankful and grateful that you took the time to listen to this podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe, download, rate, review, and share this with others whom you care about that may enjoy it as well. Thank you and remember to be kind to yourself and others. Have a awesome day, everyone!